For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Now, back to Roger and JP on 102.5 The Bone. Roger, JP on The Bone, Real Raw Radio, 800-771-1025 or 727-579-1025 if you'd like to be part of the show. Uh, I was just reading an article about um, climate alarmists. Uh, Apparently, we have a a situation where people are uh, saying that the whole earth is on fire. And uh, while when it's hot, it sure does feel like it, right? The Um, earth. The earth. The earth. The earth is on fire. (laughs) We don't need no water. (laughs) (laughs) Well, apparently, even with all the wildfire coverage we get or whatever, less of the earth is burning now than it has since they started in the early 2000s clocking the earth as to how much of it is on fire at any given time. You mean fire, like wildfires that we're yeah. talking about or are we talking about temperatures? No, actual fires. Okay. They actually, yeah, and people and people are trying to take advantage of a lot of the wildfire coverage in Canada or out west Shocking. or in the rest of the world, saying, look, the earth it's so hot, this is what's happening global warming, the earth is on fire, and literally the facts are, less of it is on fire than there was in like the early 2000s and the reason it's on fire well, it doesn't have to do with global warming. It has to do with other things uh, as far as, you know, the, the condition of the land for whatever reason. They're saying, it. listen, it doesn't really have to do with that. That's a different thing separate from this. I'm like, all right, that's that's interesting. You know, it's uh, at least I feel like I'm, I'm reading some facts. And then atta- attached to the article, they're talking about parts of Idaho are not burning. And the reason that parts of Idaho are green and lush and not burning, parachuting beavers. Yep. That's what I was thinking. That's exactly what it was. What is that? Parachuting beavers are the reason a whole bunch of Idaho isn't burning. Decades ago, they had this idea that because Idaho is very, very rural and they have a lot of forest, they thought, let's parachute some beavers into the non-populated areas, relocate them there. And they will go around and find water sources and dam them up and make everything lusher and greener. And wouldn't you know, 60, 70 years later, that's exactly what has happened. Damn, and damn, they are not damn. burning. Can you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine somebody, I don't, with a full blown science background, mm-hmm. whatever MIT school, full blown right. genius, mm-hmm. and they came up with the idea of putting an animal in a parachute? Do yeah. you understand? <laughs> do you understand the Brilliant. protests that would be going on? No matter how much scientifically, no matter how much sense it made, like yes, that will absolutely work. Um, that that will absolutely yes, that mm-hmm. makes total now, sense. That's sad for the beaver. You heard me. I got, but well, the be- but the but beavers were clearly okay because they, we don't know if their heart rates are up or if they're scared or sad <laughs> or cold. Or, now so raining. we're worried about this is the saving, definition of trolling, right? right. Here. We're worried no, about saving the planet. We're worried about saving the planet from global war, whatever the hell, climate change, whatever the yes. hell it is. Mm-hmm. So now all we have to do, we know, 
We just need to start parachuting some beavers around. <laughs> but we're not going to no. do it because we're worried about the heart rate of the but beaver. It might go up a little bit. Well, that's you can't sad. have everything. No, I'm just saying, like, nice you can't beaver. <laughs> Thank you. I just had it stuffed. Let me help you with that. <laughs> <laughs> One of the best lines ever. I'm just saying, like, you know, no need to say, like, I feel like people think it's okay just because they're animals. Like, no, they, they, they too well, are like, what's going on? I'm confused. Right. It's not natural for a beaver. What we tell them is they're saving the world. And then they're like, okay. How about that? Go. How about super beavers? Right. I mean, I, I, that's kind of great. <laughs> they're superheroes. <laughs> so back in the day, what happened was after World War II, they had leftover surplus parachutes. And fish and game in Idaho was like, you know, if we drop beavers into these areas, they'll make dams and all that stuff. Like, that's by Jove, that's a good idea. And then they, but there's a better so they figured, way to put them in there. Can't you just drive? Them well, there? they didn't just like put a parachute on their back and throw them out of a plane. Okay. They, <laughs> oh, and then because the, then the beaver would have to figure out how to get out of the straps. Yes. Right. Right. You can't do that. So what they did was they put them in these woven willow boxes. Before they took them up, they they okay. tried it out and. They went to put the chute on the box and put the beaver in the box. And before they could even get the thing into a plane, the beaver has ch- had chewed his way out of the willow and box. they're scared, I'm saying. So they're like, well, last, well, that's what they do. I mean, this, they chew down trees, right? So that's what they do. So they're like, well, this won't work. So then they figured out this uh, metal box that would open on impact. Uh, there's kind of like crab traps like that, too, when you right. put them down. So the same idea that it would land... And whoop, the sides had popped down, and the beaver walks out, and he's in the middle of a beautiful forest. Mm-hmm. And he goes around, he finds water, and he starts doing what he does. He cuts down trees, builds dams, yeah. and now it's years later, and they were genius back then to do that. I think it's hysterical. We'll send, we'll send teenagers into war. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't get scared. But we're worried about not sending beavers in. Why does it have to be one of Because the they get both scared. Of them. I'd say both. Let's do, like, both yeah, of but them. It doesn't work that way. You're not always going to get to be comfortable. It sucks. If you're a beaver in a metal box, you probably don't know what's going on outside the metal box until it lands and opens up. And you're like, oh, cool. I'm in the woods. And And now they they go find their way. kicks in, yeah. And I like that. Yeah. And they just find their way. And they don't remember that, you know, Ralph the beaver is back wherever he came from and he misses them. They just go do what beavers do and they try to live and survive. and, And then they built dams and now Idaho's lush and green. So maybe... The solution to all of this is parachuting beavers. We start dropping Isn't that the them. Answer in to everything, all, though. It might be. I mean, Canada should be using parachuting Canadian beavers. Drop them right into the area after all the fires are done, and let them build it up. And maybe in ten years, there won't be any more fires. Why don't we just throw some Canadians out of airplanes? Well, I don't know if Canada would do that. I mean, we might, but yeah, let's take some. We'll just chuck them out of there, give them some shovels, and go go make a dam. Mm. No. No. Uh, and then, yeah. of course, California could do that. They, and I mean, they, I don't see why they wouldn't. Can't all be winners, Monica. <laughs> mm. Beavers. Listen, it's this whole segment is a winner with the word. How many times we use the word beaver? Parachuting. Parachuting beavers. Fantastic. By the way, parachuting beavers be opening up for pregnant at the prom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a great band uh, sure name. Is. <laughs> Who are you going to see tonight? Parachuting beavers. Right. I want to see that band. Right. The T-shirts are going to be <laughs> awesome. Doesn't. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I need to see that t-shirt. I need to T-shirt's going to be awesome. They put like band member faces on actual beavers that are in parachutes on the t-shirt. and I could, I could be a pretty funny uh, t-shirt. Yeah, 
what? They're o- how come parachuting beavers are opening for pregnant? I feel like they need to open for Snoozy Taint or something. I don't know that the two bands go together. <laughs> the fest is going to be unbelievable. Oh, there's a fest. Gotcha. <laughs> pregnant at the prom. Snoozy Taint. Dope fiend lean. Bombed out derelict. Flex of tartar. <laughs> Flex of tartar. <laughs> Dong bag. Clam jammer. And just announced parachuting beavers. <laughs> Emily Arena. One night. Oh, wow. Best concert ever. That sounds more like a um, amp. Uh, the, the, no, what you call it? The, the, the Cynthia Nixon Park. Oh, that is definitely. <laughs> oh, it should be an outdoor gig. Yeah, kind of jam. Yeah, You're right. Yeah. You're right. On the water. That's a good idea. Dark Not water. big enough. <laughs> <laughs> Raymond James Stadium. Oh wow! <laughs> All right. Well, Tickets go and sell today. <laughs> the show's tomorrow. <laughs> That's how big this is. Oh, the tickets go on sale today, and the show is tomorrow. That's Taylor who? On a Thursday? Okay. All right. Five shows. Ray J. Five. Parachuting beavers actually come in and parachute in from a plane nice. to play their show. Nice. That'd be cool. Not bad. By the way, in uh, related news, and everybody in Florida, you can, I'm sure, relate to this. Uh, uh, head of the U.N. started calling because July was so hot. Uh, he has said that uh, Antonio Guterres says that the month of July has been the hottest month on record. They have at least the hottest three weeks as a record, hottest three days on record, and now the highest ever ocean temperatures. I believe uh, Florida will be responsible for that. Uh, And now he said it's not climate, uh, what do you call it? Not climate change. It's climate, it's it's now uh, climate, uh, global, that's right. It's not global warming, it's global boiling. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, listen, a little dramatic. Where's the lie? I can't wait for the AOC press conference. Listen, (laughs) the world is boiling. (laughs) It's boiling. You know who said it? Antonio Guterres. Everybody needs an electric car because the world is boiling. All right, all right, listen, all right, listen, listen. What if AOC? What if? <laughs> Topic today: Global boiling. What if she? What if she gets on and, and starts saying, mm-hmm. "Well, I can't wait till J. I can't wait till JP poo poos everything over here." Like, what if she made fun of your act? That's just how she talks. I don't that's care. Just how you talk. I'm saying I could she give a like, rat's ass what AOC would think or say about. And that's zero. how she feels about. That's fine. You would. I don't saying. care. I wasn't get, trying to get on a radar. I'm having a conversation here because that's what we do. No need to pick on her accent. That's just how she talks. Just like that. Listen, Monica, listen. At least it's accurate. Thank you. That's all I would say. Well, listen to what? That's that's not her, Brett. That's terrible. That's not even her. Now that's a parody. All right, all right. Listen, all right. Listen, listen. Okay, listen. I know. All right, that's real. Listen. She has an accent like other people have accents. I think I like her accent actually. If that's the worst thing that you can say about her, then uh, that's cool. Oh, that's probably no. Never mind. That's, that's probably not, not the worst thing. That's not the worst thing I can say about it. I can go, I can go deep. <laughs> so uh, if you experienced all the heat in Florida, then you probably are like, yes, global boiling this has arrived. This is what I'm saying. Why is that but, wrong? Well, he's being dramatic. And uh, actually, the global the climate people are like, well, uh, that's take, it takes away from the legitimacy of what they're trying to do. Right. <laughs> they're like, listen... Yeah, uh, some of what he's saying is is kind of it's departing from actual scientific evidence. This is from a climate change guy on the committee. He says, and ultimately we lose credibility over time by saying things like global boiling. Um, it's really not; it, it's too extreme. So he says it desensitizes us to everything. So the truth is, uh, the Earth is in a warming trend. 
of uh, some years, you know, maybe 20 or 40 years, whatever the number is. I don't know what the exact trend is, but the Earth is also millions of years old. So uh, they have to try to mitigate everything with, uh, you know, panic that the Earth is on fire and boiling (laughs) with it's not really on fire that much. And we're not boiling, but it is hot. Uh, We'll give you that. And the Earth is changing in a way, or at least parts of it. So... And 29 inches of rain in, in China, by the way, in four days, uh, and monsoon winds and rains and stuff, also adding to, well, this is part of the climate change. So there's a lot going on, uh, and parachuting beavers probably are the solution to most of it. That's what I come up with in all of this. All we need are a whole bunch of beavers dropped wherever we need to, Ready and for this uh, it'll idea? solve everything. Yes. Put the parachuting beavers yeah. on pay-per-view yeah. and use that money oh. to go towards... Fighting the the boiling earth or whatever we're calling it. Right. <laughs> See? We could have beaver cams. Beaver cams. Like they'd have it like right <laughs> on their little heads. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. So the box opens yeah. and you can see the you can see them make their way out into the forest and build dams right. and stuff. I feel That's like, like National a, Geographic. Put a, put a mic in the box. Maybe you can hear them scream. Who knows? <laughs> mic in the box. I you can feel hear the like go up. <laughs> we'd get a lot of people initially, so and then people would see what it was, and then we'd get a big drop off. So we'd have to we'd have to cash in early. It, it's a one-time well, thing, yeah. you know. You're only going to get. You, you can only hit that. You can only hit that one time. Hey, when they, when they throw the parachuting beavers out of the plane, that would be a big view. But then also, just like well, National Nat Geo, when you see great. stuff where they're building uh, dams underwater, that's also pretty. The whole fun thing. To watch. They're getting ready. They get the parachutes ready. The the, the, mm. the beaver standing around like, what's right. going on here? What's what all these? What's what, with the, the little hair, goggles yeah, on the they, they put the right. goggles on the beaver with they, the scarf around yeah. the neck? And then all of a sudden, they're putting the the, the, the beavers <laughs> in the box, and there's a little. Camera in the box, and the beavers are like, what, like What's in the box? Trying to figure things out. <laughs> bah, bah, bah. <laughs> Amazing. Flying beavers. I'm in. <laughs> Fifty dollars. Welcome to 2023. Flying beavers. That's it. <laughs> All right, Roger JP. It's one two five. The Bone. Real raw radio. It's a parachuting beaver. Run for your life. There's hundreds of them coming out of the sky. No, you don't run. What a great video. You just because it's parachuting, so it's coming down softly, and then just reach up and then cradle one in the, in my arms and say, "Oh, hello, oh. beaver, you made it safely." And it nibbles your face off. <laughs> <laughs> See, he doesn't know any better. Uh, we're Roger JP. We'll be right back.